All right. What are we going to talk about today? I think we need to talk about a really controversial subject. How about caliber gun for self-defense? Like the best caliber for self-defense? Yeah. Ooh, we're going to make some people mad. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. In person, do a fast con commercial while impersonating your father. <laughs> oh boy, do I have to do it in like a low voice? Or it's up to you. You're the one impersonating your father. Okay. We're just the ones having fun listening. FastCon is um, a family abduction and self defense training conference. Um, it's going to be on October fifteenth and sixteenth. Uh, sign up today at ImpactDefenseOnline/fast. Um, and honestly, be sure to go ahead and get the early bird special. Was that fun for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> On to the news section of the podcast with your host, me. This story is of a father who arrived at his apartment at about 11 o'clock in the evening, and as he opened the door, he heard running and someone coming up behind him. The first of the three suspects was carrying a small black semi-auto handgun. Approaching the father from behind, he put his victim in some sort of chokehold and then tried to force his way into the man's residence. The robber then attempted to hold his gun hostage style, about two inches from the man's head, but the victim, who had had not noticed the gun until now, instinctively made a grab for the barrel and wrestled for control of the weapon. Enter the victim's son, age 15, who had been inside the apartment visiting with a friend. Upon hearing the commotion, he ran to assist his father, only to be met by the muzzle of the intruder's gun. At somewhat of a stalemate when it came to any further physical resistance. Two more suspects were able to approach the father and search him for valuables. And that's when the friend made an appearance with a BB gun, just walking in and taking a seat on the couch. The 15-year-old pointed the BB gun at the suspect and drew the slide back and released it, producing the distinct sound bite, or at least to the untrained ear, of a round being chambered into the rifle. Looking down the barrel of what they believed to be a high-powered pop gun, all three suspects fled in terror. (laughs) So, that's how a 15-year-old with a BB gun stopped. Three armed Uh, assailants? Yeah, three armed, well, actually one armed assailant. I just love how he, it said that he casually like came and sat on the couch and was like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> "You gotta know that's the ter- most terrifying sound in the world." No, uh, that's a the pump p- shotgun. Yeah, pump twelve gauge shotgun. They say this one's a, that one was sounded like a lever action, is what it was saying. Yeah, but still, it's kind of st- scary. Well, if there like- is a gun pointed at you in any way, it's going to be scary. So, which, anyway, brings up, what caliber do you need for self-defense? I don't know. There are some people that would just say it doesn't matter what caliber it is as long as it's a Glock. Well, you know, they're the Glock Glock, guys. Glock, 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 Glock. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the type of guys that kept me away from Glocks for so long. And then when I actually, when I actually started shooting Glocks, I was like, oh, these are really actually good guns. <laughs> 
I admit. Um, but they're not the only good no, guns. No, it's not the only good guns. So, sorry to hurt your pride there. <laughs> so, all right, anyway, <laughs> as we're moving along, um, then you have your, which I get all the time teaching classes, it's like the... 45 ACP. Exactly, the 45 ACP. Sorry, they all have the same voice in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> So, and they always, Glock guys and 45 ACP guys, both have the same habit of trying to bring it up as many times as they can in one conversation. How many people are you trying to offend in one, um, in one I podcast? don't honestly care. I'm sorry. If you are offended, then you're probably the one doing it. <laughs> okay? So, okay, and those of you who are not offended have probably met one of those people and were just as annoyed as I am. So, yeah, 45 ACP, I've heard everything from, like, well, you know, I fired a 45 ACP one time at a guy, and it didn't even hit him, but it knocked him off his feet just from the concussion of the bullet as it flies past their head. You've heard that? Some people make stupid claims. Um, It's not true. It doesn't work that way. Um, There are – the problem with some people – I know there was – Somebody heard about that got shot like seven times with a forty-five, and three of which were in the face, and they lived to tell. They lived through the situation. They lived to tell the tale. Yes. I, mean, okay. I don't know, but the forty-five people, you know, you got the really confident ones that like make a show of their forty-five, and then you got the ones that just want to have a conversation about their forty-five, so they kind of find the casual instances to slip in that they have a forty-five. It's like, well, usually I carry my forty-five. Like, my favorite one to shoot is my forty-five. Well, I wouldn't have any problem stopping with my 45, and they're just waiting for you to take the bait so you can talk about how, like, the only gun is the 45. Yeah. And Glock. Hmm. Glock, 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 Glock. Okay, so, let's just, I think you just enjoy saying that. Uh, Sometimes. the, The Glock thing, I will say this. I think the thing that threw me over the top was like, holy crap, this is actually a really good gun. I went to a gun class one time. And there was probably about half the guys there, including myself, was shooting a Glock that day. Mm-hmm. And then about the other half was shooting a variety of other things. Mm-hmm. Everybody there with another type of gun, which they wasn't like, it wasn't a Smith & Wesson or anything that seemed like really reputable. It was something, something else. Every person there had some type of malfunction that did not have a Glock that day. <laughs> <laughs> and every person there that had a Glock did not have a single malfunction through the entire day. So, you know, I was sitting there like, like, mm, this is really hurting my opinion, even though I was shooting a Glock at the time. But anyway, past Glocks and moving on, you have 40s. You have a lot of people that really, really, really love their 40s as well. Not nearly as much as 45s. I think 45, when you have somebody that's really big in the calibers, they want that 45. Because they just think that's like the best. Or now there's the 10 millimeter. Um, you just don't have as many people like jumping on the 10 millimeter wagon as you do 45s. Uh, what was that? <laughs> he said jump on a wagon. Woo! Okay. Anyway, um, a lot of police departments and stuff like switched over to 40s for a while. And then they realized that they really didn't have that much more stopping power than a 9 millimeter. And you got, you got, you also had less rounds and more recoil and more recoil. 
So that, yeah, most, most police departments that went to 40s from 9s kind of went back to 9s. Uh, so we have 9s. 9s kind of that, what most people consider the kind of the all-around thing. So they have this kind of all-around... The recall is too much for me. You're a 14-year-old girl. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. With more training, you could get there. And, uh, and you know, but it's okay. You're not carrying a gun right no. now. You have at least... I do have a tactical pen. <laughs> Which is at atomicbear.com. <laughs> the atomicbear.com, that is. Did you use the coupon code Impact Defense to get 20% off? No, I just bought it from you. No, uh, okay. Did you use the coupon code Impact Of course Defense? I did. <laughs> they allow me to use it too. Therefore, I do. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you have quite a few more years before you're actually carrying a firearm. So, uh, and we're talking mainly about self-defense here. Nine millimeter seems to be the most all round, um, caliber that's kind of like you have decent recoil, uh, manageable recoil that is a decent capacity and everything else, um, and decent stopping power. And then you kind of go down to that 380 which is really just a nine millimeter it's just shorter uh 38s i forgot to mention that one 38s for revolvers uh, a little shorter and uh, as you just kind of continue to move down there's 32s and 25s and 22s um 22s like your favorite caliber mm-hmm. but you're not using it for self-defense so i use it to practice yeah i know I was reading a study earlier of um, different self-defense cases and the caliber used Mm -hmm. um, and stopping power and all of that. And the one that that particular study study showed as the most effective as to how many shots versus um, what it took to stop them, you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. That study showed the 380 as the most well-rounded. Really? Really? I yeah. not would not have thought that. I that's what that one showed. Yeah, well see the problem is you read you, an article you get here a lot of and you and you read an article over there and it's going to make a huge difference. Different, yeah. Different people try different things to get to what they want. Well, I mean, I'm talking about articles though. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are writing articles, a lot of times it seems like they're going to write what they they come to the conclusion that they wanted to come to to begin with anyway. Yeah. Most of the, the time. The conclusion of that particular article was it was more about shot placement than it was caliber. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Um, which is why when we're teaching concealed carry classes and people ask me the question all the time, what's the best caliber to carry, you know, whatever. Unless they've already tried to make their mind up in some form or fashion and they start asking questions. Our general general answer to that is it's the the caliber, the largest caliber that you can shoot effectively. So, you know, if if the largest caliber that I can shoot and still hit the target and do a good job at hitting the target with reasonable speed is a twenty-two, then that's going to be the best caliber for me. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't matter what you shoot somebody with. If you shoot somebody, they don't go flying back like they do in the movies. You know, uh, Kylie and I were watching Mythbusters not that long ago, <laughs> and they had this uh, uh, Buster, the dummy, 
hanging on a hook where he was just barely on there. And they were standing there and they were shooting him. And he did not fly back in any way. And they were shooting some of 45. They shot him with 9mm, all these things. And he was just like one little breeze almost would have knocked him out off. But he was still just kind of like hanging there. It just doesn't work that way in reality. Mm-hmm. Movies make it look really cool though. Mm-hmm. People get shot and they fly back. Doesn't work in reality. No. So and, and everybody that well, change that to a grenade launcher. Okay, now I will give you that one. The grenade launcher, yeah, that would. You gonna start using an RPG for your concealed carry? <laughs> It is not a handgun, but it depends on what state we're in. <laughs> I get arguments a lot of times saying, oh, 22 is not a, not a decent caliber for self-defense. Um, usually my argument in this situation is like, okay, that's cool. You stand right over there, and let's see how you like it. And uh, I haven't had anybody take me up on that offer yet. Um, not that I would actually shoot them, so <laughs> calm down. It's like, what? No, I might die. <laughs> um, yeah. Funny point there. Yeah. You might. So, you, what you're saying is 22 is lethal. <laughs> yeah. I, if you look it up, what is the most lethal round in America? The 22. The 22. 22 kills more people every year in America than any other round. Okay? So, you know, that right there... Uh, there was a uh, a situation where a cop was in a shootout with a suspect. The cop was shooting a forty, and the suspect was shooting a twenty-two. The sh- the cop shot the suspect multiple multiple times, and the guy with the, the suspect with the twenty-two shot the cop once. The cops wearing body armor. It actually went under his arm, just missed the body armor, and it hit his heart and killed him. The suspect lived through it. It was shot multiple times with forty. 40 caliber and the cop only got shot once with that 22 so and that's a sad story and I hate that happened and everything so I'm not trying to whatever but it is a a decent point to look at that caliber does not make nearly as much of a difference as shot placement does Mm -hmm. and it's important to note that if you have trouble handling a larger caliber pistol your shot placement is probably not going to go where you want it to go Yeah. yeah Uh, we see it a lot when people come through the concealed carry classes and we take them out there on the range and they start shooting and they haven't done a lot of shooting and they come in with a, uh, usually, usually when somebody hasn't done a whole lot of shooting, most of the time they are sent in with something that, and I'm going to be whatever here, but usually it's a, uh, a lady whose husband or an older lady whose son buys them a gun and all of a sudden they come out to the range and they come out to qualify and they're and trying they to shoot this, shoot. and they realize that they can't shoot the 38 or the 380 that was bought for them or suggested to them to buy. This, because if you go from not shooting anything and your small frame, I can't count how many small framed ladies have come through, and it's like, you're going to have a lot of trouble shooting this gun. It's going to take a lot of practice for you to actually shoot this accurately. And even at just the maximum distance that we have to do here in North Carolina at 21 feet, a lot of times we'll have people shooting the ground because they're trying to deal with this kind of recall until we kind of bracing for the recall yeah 
anticipating. What? When you anticipate, you push down, and then you cause it to shoot the ground. Uh, so you have to kind of get used to this and learn how to do it and how to do it effectively. Um, you need to start out with a lower caliber, especially if you're a beginning shooter. 22. Kylie's favorite. <laughs> so, guys, if you are mad at us, let us know. Uh, if you agree with us, let us know. Uh, <laughs> I'm always, this is always a very interesting debate when talking about caliber for self-defense. Uh, and people seem to be very, very passionate about it one way or the other. Uh, it's either smallest and lightest, it's very rare, or it's the, you know, the, you know, I'm going to carry some huge desert eagle uh, and going to conceal carry that. Don't do that. It's just my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but you want to you want to have something that you can shoot reliably. So the largest handgun of the caliber that you can actually shoot reliably and effectively, that's that's what you really need to be looking at. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for your first gun in this, make sure you spend some time shooting some guns to find out what caliber works best for you. And if you are looking for a great way to practice with your shooting and to work on the fundamentals of shooting like aiming, breath control, hold control, trigger control, follow through, follow through. <laughs> You know, or just all of the fundamentals of shooting like we just listed. <clears throat> a great way to do that is by using a CERT pistol. So, a CERT pistol is a practice pistol that only shoots lasers, but it's made in an accurate representation to whatever gun it is modeled after. Mm -hmm. So, there are Glocks, there are Smith & Wessons. It provides you a great opportunity, especially when, when paired with uh, a laser shooting app or... Like the Dry Fire app. Yeah, like the iDry Fire app or some sort of dry fire system. Um, it can be an absolute great training tool and lets you get down the fundamentals of shooting without having to worry about the recoil or spending tons and tons of money on real cartridges. So yep. uh, go ahead and check them out at... CertPistol.com. S-I-R-T Pistol.com. And use the coupon code Impact Defense uh, to get... 10% off. I'm glad I'm here to finish your sentences. <laughs> if you guys have liked this podcast, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and write a review. Today, our review comes from Regis. Rodriguez. Regis. <laughs> Sorry. Regis my Rodriguez. Mind, that my, is my, not true. My mind <laughs> went to... All right, go ahead. This podcast is saving my life right now. Thank you, Rodriguez. All right, guys. And uh, we hope you are in a safe situation. Yes, we do. Uh, we hope that is uh, more figurative than literal. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you too. And we will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> she spoke. <laughs> I mean, you all just looked at me. So. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.